Horse and Songs podcast. We're on season four, episode number 16. Tonight's episode is songs only. Music yeah. episode, Andy. Today You're is March back. 2nd. Andy, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. Doing well. How about you? Well, we're into March now, uh, 2023. Moving along here, we're on our 16th episode of the new season so far, season four. We've got another album review today. It's going to be some fun stuff, and then we'll wrap it up with some uh, concerts, updates, and tours, and things like that. But we've got... I got one thing first, though. we got to clear yes. out something from, from last month. Okay. All, all of our albums and what they were tied in to do. Yes. What was the theme? The theme. We had, most recently, the Black Album by Prince. Did uh, Black and Blue by uh, The Stones. Uh, Alice in Chains, Black and the Blue. And Black and Blue's first album, Black and Blue. By the band, Black and Blue. band, their self-titled debut album. What's the theme? The for theme the is, we started out easy. The theme is, they all had the color black in the title. Not black and blue, because the one with Alice in Chains is a little longer. And Princess was just black. Black gives way to blue was Alice in Chains. Yes. yes. And, and one correction, because some people brought this up to me. Why didn't you do the Metallica Black Album? That album was never called the Black Album. It was Metallica's Metallica Album. Media and radio stations and fans just referred to it as the Black Album. Like the Prince one was referred to as the Funk Bible. It was not called the Funk Bible. That's just what we called it. So Metallica's album was never officially called the Black Album. Don't make me come over there. People well, when it. we decided to do this, I, that was the first one I wanted to do was the Metallica. It's the first thing I thought of. But when I looked it up and I realized it was not even that. Well, you should have checked with Oswald, our intern Oswald. He would have corrected you on that. Interns are always good. Yes. Oswald. They, they, they know that menial Oswald trivia. is a rock star. He's a rock star intern. The album today. No themes going on now. We might come up again this spring with another th four or five, six part theme. But right now it's his regular albums. The album review, we're going to do a little Kiss today. Kiss, sixth studio album, released in 1977. Let's see it. Love Gun. There it is. Now, here it is. So, you know, they have always had great album covers by the artworks. You know, great yeah. art. Um Great artists have uh, done the rendering uh, ren renderings here of some of this, uh, of some of the Kiss stuff going way back. But this is the sixth album by American hard rock band Kiss, released June 30, 1977 on Casablanca Records. So certified platinum. It was the band's first top five album on the Billboard 200. Love Gun's the first album to feature a lead vocal performance from Ace Fraley, making it the first to feature, uh, also making it the first to feature load uh, lead vocal performances from all four band members. So this was very different. Even even now, Andy, this is very right. rare. You have a lead singer, or you have two singers, and the other guys do background vocals, or they don't sing at all. Here you got four lead vocalists. We'll get onto that uh, in a second. But before Love Gun was completed, before it was released, a local Gallup poll in the U.S indicated that Kiss was the most popular band in, in the United States, topping Aerosmith, Led Zeppelin, the Eagles. At the end yeah. of this 
That was some good well, company back then. Yeah, that this was top stuff. I mean, I, I, they failed to mention, you know, Ted Nugent was uh, selling out arenas back then. May not have been the most popular band, but um, these were some big names back then. So in August, late August of 1977, on this tour, they did three shows at the Forum, Los Angeles. Three shows at the Forum, and they used, uh, you know, the audio uh, from that uh, to do their second live album called Alive 2. The album cover was painted by fantasy artist Ken Kelly. He also did the cover for 1976 Kiss album Destroyer. Now, a cardboard love gun assembly required was included in the inside of the LP. So they send a... Now, we're going to get into this later a little more, uh, Andy, but uh, some of the stuff, this was the 70s now. How much of yeah. this would fly in today's Oh, world? no, no. So the love gun, there was a cardboard love gun included in the album, along with, a, of course, a Kiss merchandise order form that came with the LP. So this is, you know, Gene Simmons, this is all marketing now. And this is, yep. this is just what they did. This is how they did it. And, hey, if we can have Ace Fairly sing, we have Peter Chris sing, we can have all four of us sing. Anything to stand out. Here's the members of the band. Paul Stanley, vocals and rhythm guitar. Gene Simmons, vocals and bass. Peter Chris drums and vocals, Ace Fraley lead guitar and vocals. Now, let's get to some of the details, but here's the track listings. Now, for me, Andy, this was one of my first favorite Kiss albums because of a uh, majority of the songs here. Um, yep. One, I Stole Your Love, that's a Paul Stanley vocals. Song two, Christine 16, Gene Simmons does that. Got Love for Sale, also Simmons. Shock Me. Ace Fraley sang the song Shock Me. Now, he also did all the guitars and actually performed bass on the song Shock Me. The fifth song is Tomorrow and Tonight, sung by Paul Stanley. Song six is Love Gun, sung by Stanley. Hooligan, song seven, sung by Peter Chris, the drummer. And then the last three are Almost Human by Simmons, Plaster Caster by Simmons. And the final song by Paul Stanley is a cover by the Crystals of Then She Kissed Me. Yep. From 19, I think 63, was it? Uh, 1963's single by the Crystals, Then He Kissed Me. And so they uh, changed it over to Then She Kissed Me and did a cover song. So what we have here is 10 songs, Andy. And what Kiss likes to do, and I'm kind of a particular fan of this. I don't know if you are or not, but Paul sings four, Gene sings four, Peter sings one, Ace sings one. There's your ten. They usually throw in a cover. They usually throw in a ballad. Yeah. The rest are hard, um, not not hard rocking, but rocking, good rocking songs. The entire yep. album, 32 minutes and 53 seconds. It's considered hard rock slash heavy metal. Recorded at the record plant in New York City. Released, uh, recorded all in one month. You know, these guys made things simple. The entire month of May 1977, they got in the recording studio. They just pumped it out. They got till June 30th to get uh, all the uh, artwork and everything together here with the uh, 
producing and the engineering, and re they released it June 30th, just like that. They kicked these things out. This was Eddie Kramer back in the Eddie Kramer days. Yes. And so they say uh, they released two songs. Christine 16, they released June 1st of 1977. And then Love Gun, the title track. Now, Love Gun, Andy, you may have some updates on some of these, but do you know that's one of the, the title song, Love Gun, has been played on every single Kiss tour since its release? Yes, that's if the one that keep Kiss, on there. You go to a Kiss tour, you're going to hear Love Gun played live. And it's one of us, you know, most proud of uh, of uh, doing it. So those are the tracks. Uh, do you have any other background info? I got some notes at all. So you can just keep your logo up for a while. Okay. So I'll come back to when Dan, but a lot of these, okay, I Still Do Love. We'll start. All these songs have something on it. Um, so Sister Saw, The Love Gun, uh, the song was influenced by Deep Purple song Burn. Uh, shock Me was based on Ace Frehley, who suffered an electric shock December of 76 at a concert in Florida. Yeah, the year before. So just the prior December, he suffered an electronic shock on stage while performing live on stage. Yep. Came out with the song Shock Me. You know, they like to have fun. Yep. Uh, fun with the songs. The song was originally intended for Gene to sing. And Gene told Ace, no, no, you do it. But the bassist encouraged Ace to try it himself. Fraley recorded the lead vocals part while laying on the floor of the studio because he liked the added pressure on his chest. Really? I, yeah. Um, Today and Tomorrow is kind of like a rock and roll all night type song. Um, they do that in the Kiss Cruise. Love Gun, like he said. Love Gun, the title song, has been played at every Kiss tour since its release. Stanley has cited it as a Kiss song that he is the proudest of writing. It was the first song he wrote, arranged, and produced in its entirety. The song shares many of its lyrics with The Hunter, written by Booker T and the MGs, and it originally recorded by Albert King. In his autobiography, Face the Music, Stanley acknowledged that, saying, I stole the idea of Love Gun from Albert King's version of The Hunter which Zeppelin also nicked from the how many more times on their first album. Interesting. So I went back, you know, and I listened to Led Zeppelin, how many more times, and yep. it does. It gets to it later in the song. And but then, uh, he mentions the hunter. Uh, they call me the hunter. It is my fame. And uh, something about the gun, the, the love gun or, or whatever. But I don't know the, that. The next one is going to be kind of odd from you to... This is Kiss. It's going to be hot. hard to think they'd do something like this. Plaster Caster. The song is inspired by Cynthia Plaster Caster, a former groupie famous for casting penises of famous rock musicians such as Jimi Hendrix. And guess who sings it? This is Gene Simmons. Everybody needs a hobby, I guess. I, I don't know. You almost have to go back and look at the lyrics of this. I mean, it's it only can really only mean one thing. Um, and on some of these, even it wouldn't make sense if you read the lyrics on what these are even about. And even even as a a grown adult, how can you not giggle when you hear some of these lyrics? Still, a little bit. Just it's, it's really? good stuff. Now we're gonna go back to Christine sixteen. My favorite song on the album. Here's the notes I got on that. Then unknown guitarist, some guy named Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, whatever came of him. 
He had a brother, Alex, who played drums. They did that on the demo song, as well as Got Love for Sale. The lyrics are some, similar to the theme Going Blind from Hotter in Hell. Both songs were in, involve older men lusting after underage girls. This is also sampled in Tone Loke's Funky Cold Medina. Okay, here we go. Here's what I got. Let's see if I can get this pulled up. Here's Going Blind, a little bit beginning of Going Blind. Because that beginning drum beat is kind of what I'm looking for there. Here's the bit from Christine 16. See if you can kind of keep that all on there. Okay, that last guitar bit. And that's where you hear it all come together so beautifully. I never put that all together till I read this. It's good stuff. And again, look. here we educate. Kiss going all the way to Tone Loke. It, there, you know, there we go. Comes full that's circle. A bad man, right there. And also, Tone Loke's done some other great stuff in the past. We'll have to cover his album one time. But so there's that. That's all I got on the album. I do have some concerts and I've got one. I've got one thing I just thought of, Andy. Yep. You know, it's good that you know Gene Simmons started pressing Ace to start singing some of his own songs. You know, one of the best songs from Kiss, one of my favorites, is Cold Gin. Yes, uh, a song about alcohol, and it's you know of all things, it's Gene Simmons singing. Yeah. But that's an Ace Frehley song. It's all about Ace Frehley, about his wild lifestyle and his party. But it's so weird once you find out that Gene's singing it and probably just rolling his eyes. Uh, yeah. Sings it. But then he finally started saying, you know what? You can start singing some of your own songs because, uh, but, but shock me. I can't pull this off. You got to sing them. You got to do this. They delayed that concert for 30 minutes in Lakeland, Florida. After he got shocked, they uh, gave him some sniffing salts, came back, make sure everything was fine. And they continued on with the show. This was 19. This is 76. December of 76, Sam. Here, one of the reasons why I love all Kansas. this. Yeah. It's too good. That's all. That's all I've got. All right. Here we go. Concerts. These are not in any particular order. So just write them down and keep track. Great White and Slaughtered, June 17th, Seven Winds Casino in Wisconsin. Wow. Menace will be playing at Lupin, the Luplin Oktoberfest in Big Lake in September. Start even starting them in September there, guy. Those Oktoberfests in September, that's that's nasty stuff. KISS announced their final two shows, December 1st and 2nd, in New York City. Okay. I saw the prices for these already. The Behind the pillar, sitting behind Bob Euchre's seats, are going for like seven thousand dollars. Yep, I can just imagine what the main floor is going for. Um, they were on the Howard Stern show talking about it. Paul and Gene were, and the question came up: Was are you sure you guys aren't going to milk this longer? And 
I, I love you guys, but Paul's excuse was, well, we lost a lot of time because of COVID. I'm not buying it. You're, you've been milking this tour with or without COVID for like seven years. Yes, yes, they have. So it's your third farewell tour, and you can't tell me someone on New Year's Eve or a Super Bowl throws money at them, they won't put it all back on one more time. Yeah. Someone wants to do the original four again one more time, they won't do it. But that, I love you guys, but yeah, let it go. Mad Alice Unplugged, Dan. So – when I saw this, I had to look it up because I didn't know where this was. But I was very intrigued, and I still am. Yes. So just in case Dan doesn't know where it is, if someone could pick him up and take him, he'd appreciate it. The might buy you a Diet Coke. But do you know where it is? Or do you have a slide on the, on the location? No, I don't. Um, so it's this it's is, all on our Facebook page. Yeah, so this is St. Cloud uh, at, a, at a venue in St. Cloud called the Pioneer Place. Yeah. Uh, sounds like a great location. But to see Matt Alice there would be awesome. Now this is all unplugged. This is this is an acoustical set. Yeah, so that'd be kind of neat. Kind of like the old MTV unplugged days. Yep. Yep. Strange days. Be playing an all ages show in Sock Rapids June first. Very good band. If you get a chance to see them, go check them out. We've seen yes. them before. Very very good band. Skid Row and Buck Cherry. Announced the second leg of their tour, and I looked it up. They will be in the Minnesota areas. I believe it's up at uh, – I'm, I'm, okay, I'm not going to say because I'll be wrong. I can't remember. Casino? I thought I wrote it down. I do not have it. They're going to be at a casino, but yes. Um, it's on, it again, on our Facebook page. You'll maybe see it Hinkley? I think it was Hinkley, yes. That, that would be good. Non grata, friends of the show. Yes. Lots of Iowa dates there because, well – they're Iowa-based. So friends in Iowa, check them out. If not, some of those, if they're by your border town, worth the drive. Yes. There's their spring 2023 shows. Check them out. If you can't see them live, look for them on Spotify. Dustin Bones, a Guns N' Roses cover band, will be at Grand Casino Hankley this Saturday. So we got nothing going on in a couple days. Head up to Hankley, check out Dustin Bones. Yes, we've them. seen them. We've seen them before. Very good job, yes. The lead singer, I think, does a good job because it's hard to pull off Axl Rose, and he does it. So. Yep, yep. Alabama, if you're in Alabama, I think everybody was for a little bit at one time. They will be June 22nd in St. Paul. I'm pretty sure these will be pretty spendy tickets too, but I'm assuming. Alabama fans, there you go. Tom Kiefer. Yes. He's announced it. He's got two different names on there. John Cobble and Winger as different opening acts. He will be here the 22nd of July at Medina with LA Guns. He's also going to be up in Walker earlier that week. So he's going to be in Minnesota for a couple times. If you get a chance to see this young man, check him out. Yeah, you're um, a big fan. Uh, yes, you know, I am. So have I. I mean, Kiefer. Man crush, first, yes. Man crush. This is Thomas Kiefer, Tom Kiefer, Cinderella. July 22nd. It's a Saturday night. Yes. Very, very excited to go. Um, the band does a great job. He's still sounding good for 60-odd years old. Uh, great show, great performance. Highly recommended. 
some new releases coming out. Again, these are all straight off our Facebook page. So you can just go to Sports and Songs on Facebook and get more information and see some of these videos. Lillian Axe has a new video out, Feeling, right there. The second single from their new album, From Womb. So check that out. Okay. Again, these are all on our Facebook page. If not, I'll leave it up a little bit there. You can get the information down. Check it out on YouTube. All right, and another one, another shot of their group right there. These guys are very good, very unappreciated. Uh, Brave World has an article on them about their music videos and stuff, so check that out. New album from Extreme. Uh, this is also on our Facebook page. Um, six, coming June 9th. If you're an Extreme fan, check it out. And that's what I got, sir. A couple things I want to go back to the Kiss stuff I forgot about. Um, oh, yes. I forgot about Anton Fig. He did a little work on the album there when Peter Chris was out. And that name may ring a bell to you. Anton Fig. That name rings a bell. He was just, he did some work with David Letterman. He was on there with uh, the world's most dangerous band. Yeah. David Letterman when he first started. Here's just some other disc names of. Performers that Anton Fig has played drums on. And doesn't read of a who's who, but it does read of a who's who. And this is not everybody either. He's done albums and songs with Bob Dylan, Peter Frampton, Kiss, Billy Squire's Here and Now album, Paul Schaefer, Beth Hart, uh, Frank Black, Patty Smythe, Roseanne Cash, Gary Moore, Dilbert McClinton. Cindy Lopper, her True Colors album, he does the drums on that. Okay. John Waite, all of Ace Frehley's work. Yep. He was on a Madonna album. Joe Satriani, Mick Jagger's She's the Boss album. Warren Zavon, Joe Cocker, and Henry Lee Summer. If you remember Henry Lee Summer, I wish I had a girl like that. Goofy looking guy, long hair, bad mullet. That guy. Anton Figs of drums on that. So he's covered almost every genre you could think of there. Very talented performer. Love yeah, the man. Like I said, he did some great work with Ace. A lot of stuff. All Ace's solo albums is Anton Fig is the, yep. uh, is the drummer. Some good stuff. Yeah, he's been around the block. All these guys have uh, – they're all hey, getting – Joe Cocker, Roseanne Cash, Ace Frehley, oh my, Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. You know, so he's – and he didn't do the Cindy Lauper one for the paycheck. I mean, as you can see, the his credentials, he's doing okay. You know, so it just shows you what kind of a great musician he is. He's that talent that he could flip the hats, flip the genres, and pull it off. Does a good job. Um, anything more on Love Gun? Please leave your comments below in the uh, comments section. Any other requests as well? One more thing before we go. Happy birthday to Big Brother Jim, the one who got me hooked on half of this crap. It's his fault. Yes. He's still older than I am today. He has an extensive say. LP collection. Yes, that I got handed down to me a lot of his tapes and albums I got handed down. I think a couple of the first ones I got was uh Police Ghost in the Machine. Molly Hatchet. Molly Hatchet, some super tramp. Um, I was not I was not allowed to touch the Van Halen or the Ted Nugent, but I did hear them from his room. Oh. Many a times. Hands so. off. 
Weekend first, Warriors. Don't touch yeah, that. Yeah, no. Ted Nugent and the Amboy Dukes he had. I I was able to look at it while it was in his hands. I was never allowed to touch it. Journey to the Center of the Mind. Yes. Great stuff. That's good. Well, happy birthday, uh, Jim. Um, that's all we've got here for the show tonight. We'll see you next week with another album review here on the music selection. Uh, have a good week, everyone. Bye.